1: Dietz & Watson, it's a family thing since
0: 1939. Shop now at Dietz and dot com slash the right way.
1: That's Dietz, D-I-E-T-Z, and Watson.com slash the right way. I'm Molly. And I'm Matthew.
0: And this is Spilled Milk, the show where we cook something delicious, eat it all, and today we actually press record.
1: Uh, Yeah, and uh, we're working on a new slogan here. What do you think of this, uh, folks? Uh, Spilled milk, we make you care.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Catchy, isn't it? Yeah. No, we Uh, were were talking about about another podcast that... I just wasn't totally getting. And I felt like they didn't make me care.
1: Uh yeah. And we make wh- you care. How I don't know if this is really true, but uh it's it's nice to it's nice to believe it. Okay, and yeah. wait, did we say what we're talking about today? Oh no, we didn't. Okay, it's coleslaw.
0: We're gonna make you care about <laughs> yeah. coleslaw.
1: We're gonna make you care about something, but we're not you gonna tell you what think it is. You
0: care about coleslaw, but you do.
1: And and that's the thing. I wasn't I, I didn't realize I cared about coleslaw until we started preparing for this episode and I started thinking about what is coleslaw, what is what is slaw i also last night while i was making my coleslaw um i could not stop (laughs) singing to myself making the slaw making the slaw
0: yeah was great so -hmm. then i
1: had to listen to that song this morning and it's great
0: awesome that just makes me want to listen to a lot of beavis and butthead episodes
1: oh god i loved beavis and butthead so much (laughs) um the other day i saw someone wearing a cornholio t-shirt and i was like hey cool shirt uh yeah it's uh look go- Google it
0: <laughs> okay great okay so today we're talking about coleslaw let's just jump right in what is coleslaw uh,
1: before we jump in actually I want to I want to uh, give a, a shout out to the listener Darsa who suggested this topic and is uh, a uh, very very enthusiastic about coleslaw
0: I think that she should be doing this episode today no no we're we're gonna get we're gonna get- we are. I mean, oh, yeah. Are we going to make ourselves care about coleslaw? There. First, we're going to make
1: ourselves care, and then we're going to make you care, and then we're going to make the world care. And Great. I think the world does care about coleslaw.
0: Okay, so so coal
1: <laughs> means cabbage. <laughs> that, that's not my name. Uh,
0: coal refers to the cabbage. Is uh,
1: it like yes. German
0: for cabbage? I
1: think it probably is. Uh, or maybe <laughs> Old English or something. Okay. I think I looked this up and then forgot. But I think a coleslaw... So So you asked me before we started, like, like what, what is coleslaw? And I think my definition would be... It's any shredded raw cabbage salad.
0: Yet we wind up with all kinds of things called like broccoli slaw, Brussels sprout slaw, a lot of like cruciferous slaws. It, it, is a, it, does a slaw have to involve a cruciferous vegetable?
1: Um, that's a good question. I don't think so. I think you could make like a carrot slaw or a kohl well, kohlrabi slaw. That's true. Um, it just has to be you know, fairly thinly shredded and crunchy. Okay. And uh, we'll get into creamy versus non-creamy in a minute, I think.
0: And I think that that most people think of coleslaw as being a creamy thing, and it's quite polarizing, I would say. People either love coleslaw or steer clear of it.
1: Yeah, and I like it in the right context. So that's. Uh, let me ask you this. When, okay. when do you eat coleslaw? What do you like to see coleslaw alongside?
0: I think that if you're eating barbecue, you need coleslaw. Because yep. here's the thing. Barbecue, it's rich, it's fatty, it's sweet. And coleslaw's function is to be cold and crunchy mm-hmm. and tart. And here's one thing I often don't like about coleslaw, though, is when it's too sweet. Yeah, I like, agree. Like a coleslaw that involves rice vinegar or something. I'm not not down with that. Did you,
1: when you were a thi- kid, when you were th- a, when fid, I was a fid, <laughs> uh, did you think it was cold slaw?
0: No, I didn't. Did you?
1: I, I definitely at one I, point thought it was cold slaw.
0: I mean, I haven't wanted to talk about this, but clearly I am smarter than you are. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Just uh, only in the slaw department, though. Uh-huh. Like when you took the SAT, the slaw aptitude test, 1600 <laughs> all the way.
0: So wait, let's get right down to it. How do you feel about slaw and where do you want to eat it? Um, well, first <laughs> of
1: <laughs> where do you want to eat it? Uh, <clears throat> I, do, do you feel like they've been dumbing down the slaw aptitude? Never mind. I, I agree with you that that barbecue is like the perfect slaw context. I also, I love it on uh, like a pulled pork sandwich. Oh, but that's
0: kind of a cousin of barbecue, frankly.
1: Fish tacos, I think, are also great with coleslaw, either on the side or on the taco. Good call. I'm happy either way.
0: Does it need to be a fried fish taco or a grilled fish taco?
1: Or do you care? I think either way, it's good with slaw. And I like both kinds of fish tacos. We should do a fish taco episode because I don't think I've ever made one.
0: You know, this makes me think, I think that the first exposure I ever had to coleslaw was at... (laughs) It sounds like I'm talking about the movie Contagion.
1: Was, um, <laughs> oh no! See, I imagine you like standing before a bowl of coleslaw wearing a trench coat, and
0: <laughs> that time when I was exposed to coleslaw. Right. No. Um. I. <laughs> now I can't stop picturing it. Was it Long John Silver's, the fish and chips fast food place that sure. I used to go to with my dad a lot? I hated it when they would serve coleslaw with the the fried fish.
1: Oh, I hated coleslaw as a kid. Yeah, it just um, seems
0: uh, gross, as, especially because as a kid, it almost always is creamy and it sort of is like weeping this kind of pale purple creaminess.
1: Yeah, and then and then I was weeping. Um, so yeah, so you just you just mentioned purple purple weepiness. Um, do you think uh, do you think there's a big difference between uh, red cabbage? a.k.a. purple cabbage and green cabbage when it comes to coleslaw?
0: Well, I don't want to give things away here. I'm sitting I'm sitting here can looking we, can we at... crunch a, some to, of this? Yeah, let's crunch I, yeah. it. So I think that purple cabbage is a lot hardier. You know, I say that with a, a, a D. Hardier in the sense that it takes a longer time to wilt. And that makes it nice and crunchy. However, it also makes it a little resistant to taking on that sort of general coleslaw, like emulsified flavor.
1: General coleslaw. Uh, please report so I I agree with you there I think we're kind of getting to the crux of what maybe is going to dominate discussion on this episode which is so I made my coleslaw yesterday and I sent you this text saying hey do you have any strong opinions on whether it's okay to make coleslaw a day ahead because I want to make mine a day ahead uh, and you were like, nope, don't care at all. And then and then you got here today, and you're making your coleslaw on the spot and and doing your best to, to make me feel like uh-huh. I would committed a, a venal coleslaw sin, a mortal coleslaw sin.
0: So let's talk about this. It had never occurred to me that one should not make coleslaw ahead of time. Matthew, why are you trying to avoid crunching into the mic? That's part of our thing, man. Sorry. <laughs> um, it had never occurred to me that one would want to make it à la minute, Notice how I I couldn't resist.
1: I I, I couldn't resist. I was just going to say, I have have a lot of experience making it a la minute. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes a la half minute. (laughs) So obvious. Okay. (laughs) That was great. I really liked it.
0: Anyway, the thing is, is green cabbage gets soggy and limp faster than purple cabbage. (laughs) I mean.
1: (laughs) Faster than me. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> oh, wait a minute! I thought right. that you were pretty fast. Um, but cabbage even faster. <laughs> Are you sort of between green cabbage and purple cabbage? That's Exactly right. <laughs> yeah. I'll, Let's I'll conf- make. I'll we'll confirm post this a, with Lori.
1: Yeah. We'll post a chart, a, a, a <laughs> little, uh, a little pie chart, uh, a bar bar graph.
0: Great. Um, anyway, so, I, you know, I didn't think that I cared about it until I was looking up recipes to make a coleslaw for today. And the recipe that I wound up making specified very clearly, do not dress more than an hour before. <laughs> do not dress the coleslaw. <laughs> do not, that, that explains a lot. <laughs> do not get yourself dressed, Molly, more than an hour before eating. <laughs> <laughs> or you will get sad and wilty.
1: I, I I don't like to get dressed before eating because I always spill the food in my lap. I'm not sure if I can express this coherently, but I'm going to try. So I feel like there's this thing that sometimes happens when you're eating, which is you like... You, <laughs> you, you
0: chew and you <laughs> swallow.
1: That sometimes happens. But another thing that happens is sometimes you come across like a bite of food that is just... You know, too close to its original form to really seem like food. You like it is it, under seasoned and or undercooked, which I realize we're not cooking here, but like, you know, you're eating a salad and you know, you got to a part that that uh, that missed the dressing and you're like, Oh, I just chow down on an unseasoned piece of lettuce. That was not fun. Um,
0: I I feel like this slaw that I made today could actually stand to get a little sad and wilty. Exactly. It it emulsify the flavors
1: in a a certain way. So the slaw I made, I mean, it is definitely more wilted than yesterday, but I deliberately wilted the cabbage
0: before tossing it with the dressing. You know, it has almost a texture of shredded iceberg. Yes. Yeah, which, which I like. I mean, I'm so glad we're talking about this because... I had never thought about it. I, to tell you the truth, I'm not really enjoying either of these right now. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Um, I mean, so- <laughs> I guess that your coleslaw is tasty, <laughs> <laughs> and I, I like actually the texture. I mean, can, can everybody hear the texture of the cabbage?
1: I'm, I'm sure they can hear it far more than they ever wanted to.
0: I, I like the texture of the cabbage, but I'm not really enjoying the flavor of either of these. Like, I just I'm starting to feel like. W- why coleslaw?
1: Is it because coleslaw needs to exist as a counterpoint to something else?
0: Yes, Matthew. Why didn't you make pulled pork? <laughs> uh,
1: yeah. Why? Well, I'll start. I'll start warming up the smoker. We'll have some ready like twelve hours from now. I don't have a smoker. Uh, what did you eat yours with yesterday? Uh, I didn't. I just made it after dinner last night um, so that I wouldn't have to deal with it this morning. But there's
0: such a small quantity of it. Well, I I, I used half
1: a head of cabbage. Mm. So how much cabbage, it, it seems like, so we should we should also specify that, that Molly made enough coleslaw, she like, made like a Navy submarine amount of coleslaw. Well, so
0: here's the deal. Matthew and I were each going to make a coleslaw. He was making a creamy one. I was making a non-creamy one. And I don't know if you people out there have ever tried to find a recipe for a non-creamy coleslaw, but it's a little challenging. And some of the ones I was finding just looked like basically like a, a an oil and vinegar salad that happened to involve shredded cabbage instead of lettuce.
1: How is so, that different? I mean...
0: How is that different from a... Right. Is that a slaw?
1: I mean, first of all, can I say, I really like the slaw you made. Um, I do think the cabbage could stand to uh, wilt a little bit and lose some of its water, um, and uh, that will make the flavor more intense. But I, I like the flavors overall. It's... it's. Uh, I mean, do you want to talk about your recipe? I do. Do you you want to chew first or just go ahead?
0: Give me a minute. So I texted Matthew and I said, listen, I think I should make an Asian slaw because that is what I keep finding online when I'm looking for non-creamy slaws.
1: By the way, future episodes of this show will will just be entirely a string of texts.
0: Yeah. We spend a lot of time texting because we're married. (laughs) Right, right. (laughs) Anyway, so... um, to each other, I should specify.
1: Oh, wow. That's that's new this week. <laughs> <It is> Congratulations <laughs> to us.
0: Anyway, so I wound up going with the highest rated Asian slaw that I could find online. Or, you did know,
1: <laughs> did that, you Google highest rated Asian <laughs> slaw?
0: No, I just Googled like Asian cabbage slaw. And what I found was one on the Food Network uh, put out there by Mr. Dave Lieberman. Right, I I think I think I can picture him, but I can't think of what he's known for. I think his show he's was just called sort of a guy. either his show
1: or his cookbook was called Young and Hungry, and his his uh, his shtick was that he was young and also hungry, <laughs> and, and you, he was he was really dangerous. He would like eat anything. He was like a goat. <laughs>
0: Was he, like, constantly doing things, like climbing up on top of cars? Yes. You know, goats always want to climb things.
1: Yeah, he would would climb up on top of a cow. And um, that's a secret egret. He, uh, yeah, it was, uh, you would tune in to watch him eat tin cans. It was amazing. Remember that giant can of of tomatoes you brought? He could have demolished that thing in, like, ten minutes.
0: Anyway, so I made his Asian slaw. That's the other and,
1: thing he and, was known for.
0: As he, as he specified, I did not dress it until right before eating, so that it didn't get quote sad and wilty, uh, and I'm I'm regretting it.
1: Well, the other thing that this brings up is that um, you slice. You know, I
0: think what it is is that Dave is so hungry he can't wait. So <laughs> exactly. He <was> like, like- <laughs> I got to make it and dress it and eat it.
1: <laughs> That's right. He- <clears throat> He intended to let it to let it sit um, for a little while, but he just couldn't wait. <laughs> and just uh, he didn't even he didn't even use utensils. He, he just like <laughs> fell face first with this giant bowl of coleslaw.
0: It is a giant bowl of coleslaw.
1: You know, I'm sure Dave Lieberman is like a a nice, uh, uh, normal guy, and uh, you know th- this is not a personal. We're thing. We're
0: being terrible.
1: What I was going to say <laughs> is, you sliced your cabbage thicker than I did.
0: You tune in to watch a meat. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I would watch that show Let's I mean Let's be honest here
0: Anyway I sliced my cabbage A little thicker Than I intended to You know I was shredding it Like I do For braised red cabbage And I'm now realizing That I could have gone A little finer
1: You could have gone A little finer
0: Thanks a lot, Matthew. I used I used my
1: mandolin. I think mine's a little too fine. Um, I agree because uh, I uh, I wanted to get out the mandolin. There was a lot of laziness involved in I making this episode. I donated my this my
0: mandolin to Delancey about five years ago, and I've never gotten it back. Um, this is the problem with opening your own small business. You donate your own belongings but then to you save money, and then you never get them back, and then you wind up just spending the money again so that you'll have them.
1: But then you you also steal stuff from the business.
0: That's true. I steal a whole bunch of stuff from the business.
1: Um, is that less satisfying because it's not actually stealing, like, versus stealing office supplies from an office that you don't own?
0: Um, no, it's pretty satisfying. Okay. It's pretty satisfying. Yeah, I, I like stealing from Delancey. Okay. Yeah.
1: Uh, yeah. So anyway, I, I used the I use the mandolin. I have one of those Japanese mandolins, and so I sliced a lot of cabbage very thin and probably thinner than necessary. But it still does retain some crunch, even though, as I uh, as I alluded to earlier, I salted it and let it sit around for a couple hours so that it would weep out some of that uh, tasteless water before I put the dressing on.
0: Are we gonna eat anything else for lunch?
1: Um, I was hoping we would like get some lunch after we finish recording. Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah. Uh, oh, right,
0: because it's not lunchtime yet. I'm just thinking it's lunchtime because I woke up at 3 o'clock this morning. And it's
1: almost lunchtime. You know, it's that it's that uh, one hour before lunch when you're like, you know, I was ready for lunch an hour ago by the time you get to lunch. It's kind of like how when you're going to go on vacation, like five days before the vacation, you're like, I cannot make it the next five days. I have to lo- leave now.
0: Yeah. Hey, so we've never talked about your coleslaw.
1: Oh, never, ever. Ever. Um, so, yeah, mm-hmm. this, is a, this is a variation on a uh, Cook's Illustrated recipe. It's... Um, it has scallions and lime juice, but the uh, the basis of the dressing is uh, buttermilk with a little bit of mayonnaise and sour cream.
0: Which is quite different from a bunch of, uh, I feel like the classic creamy coleslaw is like entirely mayonnaise, like a cup of mayonnaise. And that's just too much mayo for me. Really? I, well, you are condiment phobic. See, now I would prefer a little bit more richness in your... your your slaw. Yeah,
1: I know what you mean. You mm-hmm. want me to melt some butter on it?
0: No, no, I mean like mayonnaise richness. You know what? So when I was growing up, I was in the land of Miracle Whip. Are you you're I'm sure we've, we've, we've talked about this Miracle before, Whip. Yeah. But anyway, you it's know It's
1: like the land of Dairy Queen, only evil. It's like it's if the really land of Dairy evil. Queen is heaven, the land of Miracle Whip is hell. It's disgusting.
0: Miracle Whip salad dressing. I think that a lot of people when I was growing up used Miracle Whip in their coleslaw, which I think is part of what contributed to my childhood dislike of coleslaw.
1: I, I can totally understand that.
0: Mm-hmm. I I don't want to eat any more coleslaw. <laughs>
1: Are you going to make something tonight or tomorrow to go with this massive amount of leftover slaw? I, I am, but I haven't decided what yet. No. Um, I was thinking, actually, I might make, like, breaded breaded chicken with uh, like a breaded chicken sandwich that you could put coleslaw on, I think that oh, would be really good. That
0: would be great. That would be great. Yeah, I think you should.
1: Because I am not making pulled pork between now and dinner time.
0: No. Okay.
1: All right. So I think uh, <sighs> I think that does it for coleslaw. I think I think we should revisit this this idea of slaws and. Uh, mm-hmm. Oh, I did have one other question for you. In your book, A Homemade Life. Uh, there's a recipe for a uh, a red cabbage oh, salad yeah. that's really good. Mm-hmm. Can you first of all remind me like how that is made, and then tell me whether you would consider it a slaw?
0: Gosh, um, okay. So that uh, that is basically a salad of shredded cabbage, shredded red cabbage, that is dressed with olive oil, lemon juice, uh, black pepper. And a decent amount of Parmesan. I think there's a teensy bit of garlic, raw garlic in the dressing, but just so little that you don't really even taste it. And it is so wonderful. The the lemony flavor with the really crunchy uh, cabbage and the Parmesan, it's great. I suppose it could be considered a slaw, but I, you know.
1: I think maybe it's a slaw.
0: I don't know. I'm just not comfortable thinking of it as a slog. Can you give me some time to think about it as a slog to come around to the idea? To make you care? To make me care.
1: Uh, Sure. We'll check back on this very important question uh, uh, next week when we will have completely forgotten about it.
0: Great. So let's be sure and link to our our pal. Our pal Dave. (laughs) Dave, the Goat Lieberman's. (laughs) <laughs> Asian slaw, and um, what if
1: Dave listens to this show? It's totally possible.
0: Well, I think he's gonna really laugh at the vision of himself as a goat eating cans. You're right. If I
1: was listening to one of my favorite podcasts and someone said, "You know that guy? You know that guy Matthew? Um, he's like a goat. He eats cans." I would be. I would be so honored. How
0: <laughs> did I even get on that topic? I don't know.
1: It's because oh, he's young and hungry, like a, right. like a goat. <laughs>
0: Anyway, um, uh, we'll also post either the recipe or a link to to Matthew's coleslaw recipe. Absolutely. And uh, you can
1: find us uh, – oh, we will post those things at spilledmilkpodcast.com. I also took a picture that I think will come out this week of uh, the a comparison between the size of the bowl that Molly served her <laughs> coleslaw in versus uh, the, the sad little bowl that I served my coleslaw in. It's like a David and Goliath situation. <laughs> Mm-hmm. and uh, you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Spilled Milk Podcast. I just suddenly had the urge to say something really cheesy like join the conversation.
0: Yeah, join Ugh. the conversation. <laughs> yeah, I we'll guess make- we've been listening to too much NPR. Yeah. Um, you know, I also wanted to add that if you have a – Food product, a, a food uh, uh, making utensil <laughs> <laughs> uh, podcast that you would like to promote here on our podcast, we would be happy to talk with you about our rates, which are very reasonable. And you can, so you reasonable. can
1: uh, get in touch with us at uh, contact at spilledmilkpodcast.com. Mm-hmm. And until next time, thank you for listening to Spilled Milk, uh, the show that never gets dressed until an hour after we're done recording. <laughs>
0: okay. I'm Molly Weisenberg. And
1: I'm Matthew Amsterburton. And this is Spilled Milk, the show where we make you care.
0: <laughs> Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh. <laughs> That's definitely not a problem is uh, you did it You stumped this charming devil